this is going to be really different for everyone. And the only way you're ever going to really grasp what you can and can't eat before you train and how you're going to feel is trial and error. Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. The timing of your meal, uh, your pre-training meal, can have an impact on your performance during exercise, and I've just written some general guidelines here um, that I'm going to give you guys to go off, all right? Timing of the pre-training meal, um, it's recommended to eat two to three hours before. I like to eat about two hours before I get on the floor personally. Um, as I said, it doesn't matter too much, but uh, two hours is generally a good rule of thumb for me. I can actually, food is digested in that time and um, general absorption of nutrients are also happening at that time as well. Okay, so two to three hours before. Snacks before exercise, if you're short on time and can't eat a full meal, uh, a small snack about 30 minutes before might generally might generally provide you with enough energy to allow you to perform during that session. Okay, and hydration, remember to drink enough fluids before exercise. Aim to drink at least um, a half a litre to a litre uh, two to three hours before you get into the gym. Okay, so you are hydrated. Now, um, going off of my notes here a little bit, this is going to be really different for everyone. And the only way you're ever going to really grasp what you can and can't eat before you train and how you're going to feel is trial and error. Now, it's a pretty unfortunate thing to have to trial um, by fire. But like I say, everyone's different. And this this prescription of food, like the two to three hours is a general rule of thumb. Okay, it's going to be different. Kayla, I know you said you can eat two hours before and still feel sick. Um, that might for you be, uh, once again, a trial and error thing of trying maybe three hours before or trying different types of foods um, before you do that training session, which I'm going to go over in a second. Okay. Um, don't limit yourself to going, oh, I can't eat within that two hours. I'm going to be sick during my training. It's going to be a case of you trying to find what works for you. Okay. That could be, um, I know some people will eat some toast with some peanut butter before they go into the gym or toast with a banana, um, really dry food, quite easily digested and allows them to get through the session without, you know, that sickness or feeling like shit or um, having sore gut because their food hasn't been digested properly. Okay. Which is also really important. So once again, it's a little bit of trial by fire and you guys having a little bit of play around with what works for you. I have over the years, like I said, worked out, I've been doing it long enough now that I've worked out two hours is pretty good for me. Um, if I train at one, I'll try and eat around 10, 30, 11, which is perfect for me. Um, if I train at in the 4.30 class, then I'll make sure that meal generally, depending on what I've got time-wise, is um, taken at around 2, 30, 3 o'clock. Okay, so that gives me enough time to digest that before I get out on the floor. Now, like I said, it's individualized. It might not work with your work schedule. It might not work with your brakes. It might not work because you're on the road. Um, but if you are, you know, having trouble with all of those things, once again, it's going to be about what works for you. It might be making sure you've got a protein bar. If you're on the road, if you're a sales rep or something like that, making sure you've got a protein bar and a banana sitting beside you before you even get out on the road. So when you're traveling between clients and meetings, um, you can actually get that in on the way. Okay. It's just, once again, 
that part of it is going to come down to you being diligent with your prep and making sure that you are doing everything you need to um, to make sure that you know you can get that food in with enough time before you get into the gym okay so some examples of some pre-training meals and snacks depending on when you get into the gym um, we've got some oats with some berries and some nuts two to three hours before training um, some whole grain toast with some peanut butter and a banana um, as I just mentioned that's a pretty popular um, pre-training meal actually I've had a lot of people that have had pretty good success with that particular meal or snack um, some yogurt with some fruit and some granola. Great high sugar stuff, good for insulin sensitivity. Um, a smoothie made with some fruit and or some vegetables, some protein powder, one to two hours before training. If you are drinking a smoothie, you can actually put that a little bit closer to training because um, it's in liquid form. It's going to get digested a whole heap quicker and a whole heap easier than any kind of whole food um, as that obviously has to get broken down and then absorbed. So if you can get a smoothie in, you can actually put that a little bit closer to your training, okay? Um, crackers and hummus, vegetables. So a good meal there might be some whole grain crackers uh, and some hummus and cut up some carrots. And uh, you can actually eat that pretty close to training as well. Once again, that's going to be digested pretty fast, okay? And another popular pre-training meal, which I know a lot of people have had success with, is some apple slices and some peanut butter. And once again, that can be used or bumped quite close into uh, that training session. So between 30 minutes to 60 minutes before you train. Like I said, everyone's different. And trial by fire is the only way you're going to actually come up with a way or whatever works for you. Okay, so that's just something to think about. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers. In relation to that, um, I'm going to talk now a little bit about training fasted. Okay, so that's training. Um, let's say that could be first thing in the morning or if you are someone that does fast a bit um, and has specific eating windows, uh, it might mean training later in the morning and then breaking your fast after you've done your training session. Um, but anyway, training in a fasted state means you're working out without eating anything before you train for an extended period of time, okay? Um, it's been a popular approach for weight loss and uh, performance. I wouldn't say improved performance, but performance in general. Um, people have noted, and there has been a bunch of research done, I'm not going to quote anything here, but there has been a bunch of research done with people that have um, improve their performance while training in a fasted state. Uh, I personally think you're better to have fuel, but everyone's different once again. So while there may be some potential benefits, there are also some adverse effects here to consider. Um, and I'm going to run through the benefits and um, negative effects now. Okay, so the benefits of training fasted. Now, obviously, this is pretty common knowledge. And um, this is why fasting is so great for Weight loss, obviously, we have improved fat burning. When you exercise in a fasted state, you don't have any glycogens, generally won't have any glycogen stores to use as fuel. Um, so your body will start tapping in to fat sources to be able to uh, essentially fuel your workout and get you through your training session. Okay, so improve fat burning. Um, increased growth hormone. Now, there's a bunch of studies that have been done over the years that have uh, proven that um, 
training fasted can actually increase the production of IGF-1, insulin-like growth factor 1 and growth hormone uh, during your training sessions, which is great for building muscle. Now, obviously, with that, you need to get the right amount of fuel and post-workout fuel in to be able to support that muscle growth, but that is one of the benefits of training fasted, okay? And insulin... Uh, improved insulin sensitivity okay so i have talked about this a couple of times in this insulin sensitivity is when your body is really good uh, in layman's terms your body is really good at uptaking any glucose that's in the bloodstream and converting that into fuel in the liver and the muscles okay uh, insulin sensitivity the higher insulin sensitivity the easier this happens and you are generally um at your highest highest insulin sensitivity around your training sessions okay insulin resistance is the opposite of that that is when you are really shitty or your body's really shitty at doing that all the glucose stays in the bloodstream causes high blood sugar levels that can lead to type 2 diabetes okay so that's kind of a difference between well that is the difference between insulin sensitivity and resistance so um you can actually improve that by training faster okay the negative effects of training fasted decreased performance so this is where uh, i'm my my head's kind of at with uh training fasted and this is why i've never really done it um if you don't have enough glycogen stored in the muscles um you're not going to have enough energy to perform during your workout increased fatigue uh sorry increased fatigue increased fatigue reduced intensity um reduced ability to lift any kind of loading not great in my opinion for the type of training that we do now it was popular popular popularized popularized people started using it quite heavily about two or three years ago um for crossfit training realized that once again like the paleo diet and the keto diet that they weren't getting enough energy from um carbs that they needed or glycogen stores that they needed and pretty quickly um put that fasting training back on the shelf and then got back into regular eating at regular intervals okay uh two increased risk of muscle breakdown now this goes without saying as well if you haven't got uh fuel before your workout your body may start to break down muscle tissue for energy uh instead of using the carbohydrates or fat okay which can lead to muscle loss over time um recent video on youtube or youtube vlog it's called a vlog uh with rich froning recently they asked him why he wasn't doing fasted training anymore and it, it was literally he said i got too skinny so um that's proof right there he's eating at regular intervals again uh and last one increased risk of low blood sugar okay so fasting can lead to low blood sugar levels which can cause dizziness nausea and fatigue um it can be dangerous during intense physical activity and high intensity intervals so i mean that's kind of a no-brainer as well i would suggest not training fasted if you can help it sometimes it might be okay if you are trying to lose a bit of weight to get up in the morning and do some really steady state cardio um as far as like traditional bodybuilders go that is still their main way of getting uh lean for competitions and getting shredded for competitions we're not doing that so um i would suggest you know that doing that in the morning but with a cardio club kind of workout rather than just getting on a, a treadmill and walking for two hours obviously that's not going to really cause you to pass out but doing something cardio club based or you know 30 to 40 minute based will allow you to be able to probably get through that session and then not push too far or too hard to get to that point of where you are 
um, feeling like absolute garbage, super fatigued, maybe dizzy, maybe nauseous, whatever. Okay. Um, now, once again, fasting, as with any diet, is very individualized. So some people, I don't mind doing, getting up and doing some cardio early in the morning fasted, but I cannot do a one-hour CrossFit session unless I have food in my belly. Um, so at the very least, I'm going to use me as an example again because I know me. Um, if I do a 6.30 training session at the city and I go and jump into class there, uh, I get up at five and I'll have a bagel with some avocado and some relish on it. That'll be my meal on the way there. I've got food in my belly. I've got some carbs ready to go. I'll have a coffee. Um, I'll do my training session. And then as soon as I finish that training session, I'll get my proper breakfast in, which is 100 grams of oats, 30 grams of protein powder, um, two big tablespoons of yogurt and a big handful of berries. That's my main breakfast. Now, I'd usually have that before I do any training, but because time won't allow it, I'll at least make sure um, I get that bagel in, which, like I said, could be toast. It could be any of that stuff I mentioned above. Um, the oats with the berries, if we've got time to eat it. It could be a toast with peanut butter and a banana, which is really easy and quick, quick to make in the morning. Um, it could be a couple of slices of apples with some peanut butter that you eat on the way. For me, it takes me 30 minutes to get to the city. Um, so it's enough time for whatever I've just got in to um, digest and be ready to go. Okay. But yeah, like I said, I would suggest trying to find out what meal timing works for you rather than going completely fasted. I would try and find um, a meal plan that works for you that allows you to get that food in at some point before you get into training session. If you're ready to become a renegade, reach out to us at renegadeperformance.co.nz and start a free 14-day trial to see how we can help you break through your plateaus.